Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. How are you today? I hope you're doing basically all right. Uh, so, this is episode 692, and this is an episode about the Wispolep competition, and it's your first chance to listen to recordings sent by listeners and to vote for who you think should be on Luke's English Podcast. Just in case you haven't heard previous episodes or you got abducted by aliens or something and you don't know, Whisperlep means why I should be on Luke's English Podcast. And it's a competition which I launched in episode 681 as a way to invite one Lepster onto the podcast to be interviewed in a full episode. It might actually be more than one. I think I'm going to do an episode with one winner and then maybe two runners-up who will sort of share an episode as, as well. Okay, so anyway, a competition to find out who should be on Luke's English Podcast. Also, thank you if you listened to me talking in episode 687 about the possible options that were, that was, if you remember, options one to four, uh, possible options for the next stage of this competition. And thank you to those of you who gave your input in the form of comments and questions. After thinking about it, scratching my head and trying my best to do this in the most fair way possible, I've now made my decision about how to proceed with the competition. In the end, I've gone for a combination of option three and option four, which I outlined in episode 687. I just decided that this was the best way to do it and I've made my decision and I'm sticking to it and that's it. Okay, so here is that decision. So it's going to go like this. So I'm being the judge for round one. In fact, I've already done it. I've already judged round one. I've now listened to all the recordings in round one and there were 101 recordings in total. I've listened to them all a few times and I've chosen... 16 people who will go through to round two. And that's what you're going to hear in this episode, round two, those 16 people later on after I've explained myself. So I made a I made an executive decision and narrowed it down to 16. I think in episode 687, I said it would be 20 recordings or something, but I decided that even 20 would be a few too many and that I had to do my best to narrow it down even further to 16. So I've done the unenviable task of whittling down 101 entries to just 16 and these are the 16 people you can vote for and you will be able to listen to their individual recordings a bit later in this episode as I said after I've done a bit of explaining. I must say choosing 16 candidates out of 101 was not an easy decision to make at all. 
Uh, it wasn't easy. But I think that ultimately doing it this way is the best way. And at this point, you're thinking, why wasn't it easy, Luke? What was so difficult about it? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult to listen to them at all. That was great. Actually, listening to the recordings was nice. But the tricky part is that there were so many great recordings that I had to reject. The general standard of entries was really high this time. So while attempting to just select only 16 people, I had to reject lots of entries, which I still thought were really strong. And I'd like to make a sort of profuse apology warning at this point, because I just know I'm going to feel a strong urge to constantly apologise to the 85 people who I didn't select. I'm really sorry that you didn't get picked if you are one of those 85 people. If you're, if you're not, if you're one of the people who just didn't send a recording in, then I don't need to worry. But anyway, for those 85 people, I'm very sorry that you didn't get picked. And you're probably, everyone, you're probably going to hear me say that a few times as you listen to this. And you might be going, hopefully you're saying, it's okay, Luke. No need to apologise. It's fine. We understand. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. It reassures me. So why have I chosen to do it this way with no voting in round one? and me choosing the final 16 myself for you to choose from. So the reason for that is that there were so many recordings that I couldn't think of a fair way to organise it. If I'd asked you, the audience, to listen to all 101 recordings, it wouldn't have worked. There's no way I could run the competition fairly in that way, asking the audience to listen to every single one of the 101 recordings and then choosing one person from that long list. I don't think people would have listened to all of the recordings, and they might not have remembered them all if they did. So I think that you can see that voting like that just wouldn't work. So I had to be very selective myself first, which, as I said, was not fun. Well, the the selection process wasn't fun. Listening to all the recordings from Lovely Lepsters has been amazing. And by the way, listeners, you can still listen to all those other recordings, and I'll give you details about that in a minute. But having to reject so many of them was not a pleasure for me. But so be it. This is the way. So can I just be super, super duper clear then at this point? So here's a quick summary, just a recap, just for clarity. So I received 101 recordings, but you're not voting for the 101, okay? I've selected 16 recordings for round two, and you're going to listen to those 16 recordings in this episode and then vote for them on the page for this episode. The page for this episode, that is www. Nobody says that anymore, Luke. I don't care. I'm I'm still doing it. www.teacherluke.co.uk slash wispolep. Okay? Um, So you can listen to the 16 and vote for them. And then a winner will be chosen based on the results. And I'll interview that person in an episode. In fact, I think there will probably, I will probably have two runners up as well who will get half an episode each. So a total of three Lepsters. But Luke, you're saying to yourself, which is a strange thing to say to yourself. Luke, what about the other 85 recordings? Haha, well... I have not just thrown away all those other recordings that I didn't choose. I didn't just throw them in the bin. I've published them all on my website. 
teacherluke.co.uk slash wispolep. And I highly recommend, and in the Luke's English podcast app as an app-only episode, and you can listen to them all if you want, and I highly recommend that you do that. You can listen to 85 Lepsters who are still very worthy of your attention. And also, for the video that I, I made it into a video on YouTube. It's on the website. For that video, you can see some sumptuous video footage uh, while you listen. So let me just, I have to be very clear here. Uh, you will find all the recordings, all the 85 other recordings on the website in one long YouTube video with time codes in the YouTube video description so that you can skip to different Lepsters quite easily if you like. And that video also includes a few little comments from me after each recording. Actually, this video turned into something amazing. Let me tell you about it. So this is the Wispolep round one video, 85 amazing Lepsters still worthy of your attention. You can see the video at the bottom of this page, teacherluke.co.uk slash Wispolep. That's right. So what happened was this. This is the story of the 85 uh, Lepsters video. Okay, so what happened was I collected the 85 entries, the ones that didn't get through to round two, and then I recorded myself playing them all one after the other, and I added little comments after each one. The whole, the whole thing, the whole track, the whole audio track is about three and a half hours long, and it started out as just audio. The plan was to put it onto YouTube just as an audio episode so I could embed it on the website as an unlisted video. Originally, I planned just to have a single static image on the screen, like my normal audio episodes on YouTube. But when I was editing it all together, I thought to myself, well, I wonder if I can find some video footage to accompany this recording. So I found loads of stock video footage online and downloaded it. This is video footage of things like British landscapes and monuments, street scenes in various parts of the UK, drone footage of the British countryside, some footage from other parts of the world. So kind of stock video footage. And I collected over three hours of it and added it to the audio track. So you've got the video footage, which is silent, with the audio track of all the other 85 Lepsters with my comments on top of it, okay? The result, when you watch it, is actually quite mesmerising. You can listen to all the 85 rejected recordings and my comments while gazing at stunning views of Scottish mountains and cosy English villages and the busy streets of London and other locations. So I really recommend that you watch it. You'll find that video, as I keep saying, embedded on the page for this episode at the bottom of the page. The link to the YouTube video is also in the show notes for this episode. So if you check your podcasting app, unless it's the Apple native uh, podcast app, which doesn't allow you to put links in, as far as I know, um, check the show notes. You should be able to click links, uh, including a link to the uh, YouTube video, which is unlisted. It doesn't show up. It's not just you know, fine, it's unlisted. Uh, So the link in the show notes, I'm also adding the audio track in the Luke's English podcast app as an app only episode. So you can listen in the app if you want. And you can pause and it will remember where you stopped just like a normal episode. So on YouTube, um, as an unlisted video, 
You'll have to get it through the show notes or embedded on the page for the episode on my website, teacherluke.co.uk slash whisperlep or in the Luke's English podcast app as an audio track in the app only episodes category. <sighs> this is complicated, isn't it? It is. This is this is just the way these things go. Yeah, to, to do it right, you've got to do it right. Does that make sense? I hope so. Good. Okay. So da 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 da. Right. So that's the Wispolep round one recordings. Eighty-five amazing Lepsters, still worthy of your attention. No voting, but you can listen to them all, and I hope you do. The voices of eighty-five Lepsters from around the world who are charming, funny, who have little stories to share who've had success in their English learning journeys. Link in the description, embedded video on the website page, uh, audio in the only uh, in the app-only category in the Luke's English Podcast app. Check it out. Right then, here's how the rest of this episode is going to work. So, in a moment, I'm going to say some specific things for the 85 people who sent recordings but didn't get picked for round, uh, for round two. And those things are necessary, as you will see. So then we're going to move on to round two, and that's the voting round. I'm going to give you some advice for making your votes because I want to do this properly. Then we're going to listen to the 16 recordings, and then you can vote for your favourites on the website. I hope that you listen to all of this and that you don't get tempted to skip ahead because I want you to know my decision-making process. And also, I really want you to listen to all the competition entries for round two in order to be able to vote properly. So let me just give some words to, to the people who were not chosen for round two. I'm now talking about the 85 people who've not been chosen for round two. First and foremost, I want to say a big well done to everyone who took part and sent me recordings. Well done. Seriously, well done. You you did really well. I'm really impressed by the general standard this time. I really want everyone who sent me recordings to know that I am your fan and that I hope that everyone who listens to this podcast, all the Lepsters, I hope that they actually choose to listen to all the recordings that have been sent to me. It's not difficult. The recordings are just a click away, as I outlined a moment ago. The responsibility to actually listen to all those other recordings is now over to you, uh, the audience. It's your choice. Again, those of you who sent me recordings, I just want to say well done for going out of your comfort zone, making the effort and taking the time to do that. Even if you haven't been selected for round two, I want you to know that I think that you are great. There are plenty of recordings that I didn't pick, which are still excellent. You're all interesting and inspiring for me. I wonder if I could do the same thing in French. So please know and remember that I'm proud of you and you deserve to feel really good about entering the competition in the first place. Um, you probably want to know my reasons for choosing the 16 people or not choosing 85 people. I will explain that in a few minutes. Uh, at this point, you might be asking yourselves, "Why?" but Luke, why 16? Why not 20 or 25 or any other number? Well, the reason for choosing 16 is to make it much easier for all the Lepsters who will now have to choose their favourite in the next round. I think that limiting the number of people will make it much more practical for you, the audience. Also, it will make the voting more fair. If there were too many people in round two, it would be too difficult to listen to all the recordings, 
too hard to remember them all, and therefore too hard to choose. And as a result, the voting wouldn't be fair. How did I choose the 16 people and what's my criteria? Well, first of all, as a teacher, as an English teacher, I don't like rejecting people because my job is to be encouraging, to help build people's confidence and maintain their motivation, as well as instructing people in the ways of the English language and correcting people and so on, and potentially being a sort of, a, uh, sometimes being a strict person, the leader of the classroom and so on. Sometimes it's necessary to be that way. You want probably want your teacher to be strict and decisive, but as much as anything, the role of an English teacher for adults is to be encouraging, to help people, to build people's confidence, um, as well as instructing people, correcting people and stuff. My job as an English teacher is to give my students confidence and to give their confidence a boost. So it's not been great fun for me to essentially say no to 85 people. But nevertheless, the criteria for my decision were simply these questions. And I want you to think about these things when you come to vote for your favourites after listening to the episode fully. So these are the questions that I was thinking. Um, Who do I think would be a good guest on the podcast? Who would I like to hear more from? And who do I think my audience would like to hear more from? So it's not just about who's got the best English. This is based on more than just the standard of English on display. Ultimately, it's about connection, not perfection. Again, to quote the girls from All Ears English. Connection, not perfection. It's about what you say, not just how you say it. Here's the thing. In the end... English is just a tool. It's a tool that we use to communicate ideas, to help people and to connect with people and to get things done. So I wanted to reflect that in the choices I made and try to pick people who have particularly specific, insightful, inspiring or entertaining things to say. Now, I don't mean that language ability is not important. Of course, it's important because having sufficient control over the language helps you to achieve things in English. It helps you make connections. It helps you effectively communicate ideas. But remember that it's the ideas, it's the connections, it's the enjoyment. These are the important things, and language is just what we use to achieve that. So, to what extent are these things being achieved? Who has insightful things that the audience might want to hear? Who can share some really useful or interesting things about learning English? Who has some interesting or entertaining stories to share? And who simply grabbed my attention? I keep saying that this has been difficult because I'm worried that the people who didn't make it to the final 16, that you will feel like your recordings didn't meet any of these criteria. But in many cases, they did. It was hard specifically because so many recordings did suggest insightful, interesting and entertaining things. But because I was forcing myself to narrow down the list to 16, I couldn't pick them all. You will see that even with just 16 candidates, it will be really hard to choose a favourite. You will almost definitely want to hear more from almost everyone. And I'm sure there will also be people from the 85 recordings that didn't qualify who you will also want to hear more from. 
Um, I'd like to just give a disclaimer at this point. A disclaimer. What, Luke, what is a disclaimer? Okay, so a disclaimer. This is according to OxfordLearnersDictionaries.com, a nice, reliable dictionary that you can and indeed should use to help with vocabulary because it helps you with things like pronunciation like this. Disclaimer. Right, you can hear it in British English. Disclaimer. And American English. Disclaimer. Um, and you get the definitions and examples and some other details. So according to them, a disclaimer is a statement in which somebody says that they are not connected or responsible for something. Okay, so essentially, I'm kind of saying, look, don't hold me responsible or don't expect certain things from me at this point. So it's kind of like um, re- uh, giving away responsibility or kind of, in a sense, I'm taking my hands away and going, I'm not responsible for this certain thing. Okay, so what's the disclaimer? So the disclaimer is no level assessments, no language feedback and no error correction. Okay, so I think that some of you probably expect me to give English assessments of the competition entries. You might want me to comment on things like the accent, the grammar or vocabulary of each participant, perhaps even giving level assessments. Well, I'm afraid that I'm not able to do that. I'm not giving full responses or feedback to all the competition entries. So if you are expecting to get an assessment of the English of each person, well, sorry, it's not going to happen. Uh, That's not the purpose of the competition. And I believe that kind of language assessment is a very personal thing. It's a complex thing and also a professional thing. And since this is not a level checking test or an official English proficiency test or an IELTS speaking exam or a level placement interview uh, that I might do at school, at work, because it's not any of those things, I'm not going to go through that process. So you've heard me explain my criteria for choosing candidates. And so that is all I'm going to comment on. I really want to encourage you to start developing your own sense of assessment anyway. And by assessment, I mean judging the quality of someone's English. Let me refer again to this idea that it's all about successfully communicating ideas and emotions. The ability to grab people's attention, to make connections with people, to communicate ideas and feelings in a clear and concise way. This is the ultimate assessment of someone's English. It's the end result. Also, I'm not going to do error correction at this stage. Some of you will hear errors and you'll want them to be corrected. And I'm saying that about potentially about the 16, but also the 85 as well. You probably will hear errors and you will want them to be corrected. That's kind of natural, you know, when you're learning the language. I understand that. But I'm not doing error correction in these competition episodes. But I am planning to do it in a premium episode, okay? I've been noting down certain language errors while listening in order to collate them. And then I will record a language-oriented premium episode involving error corrections. But I'll do it anonymously, meaning I won't name names. You'll probably be able to work it out if, you, if you're like Sherlock Holmes or something. Hmm, this sentence must have come from this person. I mean, you know, it's not the end of the world, is it? But I'm not going to be pointing out specific people. You said this and it should be this. You might like it, but you might not. Any, anyway, I'm, I've made my decision. So I'll kind of do it anonymously. That's what I've decided to do. And that is that. So an anonymous-ish error correction episode will arrive in the premium section after doing this competition. 
Okay, so from now onwards, I would like you to turn down the volume on the kind of language judgment part of your brain and turn up the volume on the general community spirit part. Let's just enjoy hearing from all these fellow Lepsters from around the world and look forward to hearing more from one of them, or in fact three of them, in an upcoming uh, conversation or two or three. (laughs) So, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, can we get on with it, please? Yes, we can. Uh, I just need to say these things. So let's move on to round two. This is where you finally get the chance to listen to those 16 recordings and then vote. I'm going to play them all to you in just a few minutes, okay? Hold your horses. How to choose. Here are some tips on how to choose your favourite. Simply this. Who do you want to hear more from? Do you want to know more about a particular person? Maybe they've hinted at a story that you'd like to hear. Maybe they have insights into language learning that you'd like to hear about. Who would you like to hear talking to me in a full interview? Remember, it isn't about who has the best English per se, although this may be a factor. It's more about whose story you want to hear the most. Remember, connection, not perfection. Who is the most intriguing, the most interesting, the most likeable, the most engaging, the most sincere? the most insightful, or just the most enjoyable person to listen to? Who has the most potential for a good conversation with me? Some more tips. As you're listening to these people, prepare to make a note. So that's a mental note or a written note of the people you want to choose. As you're listening, just make a little mental note. Oh, I want to hear more from that person. Oh, that's a good one. Try to work out what your favourite is as you're listening and see if the next person knocks that person off the top spot. Maybe when you hear someone you might vote for, you could note down their name or their nationality or any other details that'll help you remember. Make a little mental note. Okay, then go to the voting page, teacherluke.co.uk slash wispolep, and select the ones that you noted. The ones, yes, I am saying ones and people Okay, because you will be able to vote for more than one person. I'm giving you a maximum five. You can vote for up to five people. That means you can vote for... Let me go through the voting rules, right? So, you can vote for up to five people. That means you can vote for one person if you want, or two, or three, or four, or five. You get five votes, essentially. You can only submit your vote once... So you choose your five people and click vote, but you can only click that vote button once and you can't change it after you have clicked vote. So be sure about your selection. You won't be able to see the results of the voting until the voting is closed. And the voting closes on Sunday, the 6th of December at midnight, Paris time. That's Central European time. Okay, so the voting closes on Sunday, the 6th of December at midnight. That gives you two weeks, basically, more or less, maybe slightly less, about two weeks. Okay, that should be enough time for everyone to listen and vote. So let's now listen to the 16 recordings. Finally, Luke. Yes, I know. Here are the 16 recordings for round two. These are the people you can vote for. I will say the person's name and nationality if I know it or any other remarkable features, and then their recording. I won't make any other comments after those recordings, because I don't want to influence your decision. I will only say things to help you remember who you heard, and then move to the next person. I'm presenting these recordings in alphabetical order, by first name. If you want to hear these recordings again, 
You can. You can find them all on the page for this episode. Just go there. What's the address again? That's right, teacherluke.co.uk slash wisbolep, W-I-S-B-O-L-E-P. And you can listen to them as many times as you like. You'll find the audio and the voting form at the bottom of the page. You'll need to scroll past the transcript I'm reading from here. And yes, I am reading from a transcript. So if you'd like to read every single word I'm saying, you can do that on the page for this episode. Remember, if you sent me a recording and you're not here in this list of 16 people, and that will be most of you, then please do not feel disappointed. It's quite possible that your recording was also fantastic. But, you know, I forced myself to pick 16. This is the way, he says, making a little, maybe not so subtle reference to the Mandalorian TV series. Series? Series? Is that how you say that word? No. This is the way. Um, Viewers of the Mandalorian will know what I'm talking about there. Anyway, let's begin. Okay, then. Are you ready? Are you steady? Here we go. Okay, that's the made-up jingle I've just made for this. And we are going to kick off with Baha from Iran. This is Baha from Iran, and here she is. Hello, Lepsters. Hello, Luke. Thank you for your competition. And now I'm talking to Lepsters. I think you may want to hear about me. In fact, not about me, but about my language journey because I have lots of interesting experiences to talk about, uh, especially because I come from a very small town uh, in south southwest of Iran. I'm Persian. And in the beginning, English was a nightmare for me. I used to fail my classes, and now it's been nine years since then. And I, you, you can see that everything changed, and I really started learning English with passion, and I want to talk about that to you. Maybe it can be motivating for you. And also, I acquired a British accent completely on my own using podcasts and self-study. In fact, most of the English that I know right now uh, is from self-study. In addition to all of these, I have a CELTA certificate now and I teach English as a part-time job in Italy. And I study pharmacy in English. So I have a lot of um, contact with English nowadays. And I just want to tell you about this uh, journey that I had from hating English to actually loving it and teaching it to other people. So if you want to hear more about that or maybe uh, about how I acquired my accent because I used a very, in my own opinion, sophisticated method for doing it, I would be very happy to be on Luke's English podcast. Thank you so much and bye. Okay, that was Baha from Iran, who went from hating English to loving it and has some sophisticated methods that she could share with you. Okay, moving on uh, to the next person. And this is Evgenia from Russia. And here she is. Hello, everyone. Bonjour. Guten Tag. Buongiorno. Privet. Konnichiwa. Hola. I'm sorry if I didn't greet you in your native language, but I wanted to tell you that the reason why I should be on Lux English podcast is uh, is not because I'm polyglot, actually, because I speak only Russian, English and French, but there are lots of other reasons. And 
I have a story to tell about my learning process in English, how my brother recommended me Lux English podcast, and it basically changed my learning process. What is more, I am the person behind this drawing of Luke dissecting a frog. Maybe some of you have seen it. And uh, I can share my experience in the artistic sphere, how I got a degree in electrical engineering, and then I studied my master's in design. And currently I'm a student of a design school. My speciality is the art of books. So I would really love to discuss some of the designy, arty things with Luke because, hey, I think he's a fan of these things and he hasn't had an artist yet before on the podcast, as far as I remember. And also I'm fond of baking, so we can make an episode, something like making a cake with Luke and everyone will get a piece of cake in the end. And... And the episode will be a piece of cake. <laughs> okay, sorry. And in the end, I I just genuinely hope that everyone will win. I don't know how, but somehow. And please tell me it's possible, Luke. Please, please, please. So anyway, good luck, everyone. Stay safe. It's definitely possible for everyone to win because everyone's a winner, aren't they? That's how the song goes. There is a song, Everyone's a Winner, Baby. Spotify. I'm not playing it now. There's no time. That was Evgenia from Russia, artist and designer. She drew a picture of me dissecting a frog, which you may have seen. And probably most of you haven't, unless you follow me on Twitter and you saw that particular tweet um, with the photo. Art, art and design, baking, design of books. That was Evgenia from Russia. Let's move on now to hear from Ezio from China. Here we go. Hello, my name's Ezio, and I should be on Lux English Podcast for three reasons. First, I'm able to share with you how Lux English Podcast completely transformed my English. Five years ago, when I discovered uh, Lux English Podcast, I barely spoke English. Uh, but now, as you can see, I'm quite fluent, thanks to mostly Lux English Podcast. Secondly, I'm willing to share with you how Luke's English Podcast has changed my life. When I first discovered Luke's English Podcast, I knew nothing about the United Kingdom and the incredibly wide range of the topics of the episodes widened my horizon. Well, I got to know through Luke's English Podcast things like uh, Whitmill and I, uh, skateboarding, delicious English salt, and... Uh, And people like Amber, Paul, uh, Ollie Richards, David Crystal, and so many more. And really, a Luke's English podcast has instilled in me an affection for British culture in general, which leads to the third reason. I am now in England, studying at the University of Oxford for a master's degree in linguistics, phonetics, and philology. And by the way, I'm from the Midland of China. That being said, I might be able to offer you some interesting ideas from the perspective of a foreign student studying, living, struggling, self-isolating in the UK. Uh, pick me. Thank you. Have a nice one. I love Luke's English podcast.
That was Ezio from China, how he learned English in three years with Luke's English Podcast, and also insights about a foreign student living and studying in England, going to Oxford University, and some more things, I think, as well that I'm not mentioning. So that was Ezio from China, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Let's move on to the fourth person, and this is Jane from Russia, living in China. Jane from Russia, living in China. Here she is. Hello, quick-witted listeners of Luke's English Podcast. My name is Jane. I'm Russian, and I'd like to tell you why I hope you will be interested in me getting to the program. So, currently, I'm living in China, and I'm traveling all over this country, and I'm looking for minorities. There are actually 56 nationalities in China, and they all have different traditions, different food, different clothes, and really specific culture. I'm very curious on that. I explore that. I also speak five languages because I just adore learning. <laughs> also, I think that life is short, and that's why I've tried to do a lot of jobs, actually. I've been florist, model, simultaneous interpreter, and uh, business entrepreneur. And I've stopped on that one. Um, I would actually love to share how the world, not the world, like the situation changed in China after COVID-19 epidemic. And also I would like to tell you about um, how the attitude to foreigners has changed because I think that's something fascinating. What do you think? <laughs> I'm optimistic. I believe that every cloud has a silver lining and that's why I'm wishing you all luck. And thank you so much, Luke, for this opportunity to be on your program. You actually um, inspired me to make my own podcast and I've started doing it recently. Thank you so much and good luck, everyone. I hope you are hooked. Vote for me. That was Jane from Russia living in China. She wants to tell us all about how China has changed um, the COVID pandemic, attitudes to foreigners in China. She speaks five languages. That was Jane from Russia living in China. Okay, let's move on to Ksenia. I'm not sure where she's from. She's probably from Russia, but I'm not sure. Uh, Ksenia, who uh, believes she is de she was destined to speak English. So here she is, Ksenia. Hi everyone. Hi Luke. I'm really grateful to you for this opportunity and your podcast in general. My name is Ksenia and here I am telling you why I should be on Luke's English podcast. Well, do you believe in miracles? If you don't, you should listen to the story of my journey, which has brought me through a whole array of coincidences. Uh, frankly, some of them are so unbelievable that I even think that I was destined to become an English speaker and maybe to take part in Luke's English podcast. Uh, well, thanks again. Have a nice day, everyone. And don't forget that a story full of miraculous coincidences awaits you if you choose me. Mm, miracles and coincidences, which... Um made Ksenia believe she was destined to speak English and even appear on Luke's English podcast. If you'd like to know more, you can vote for Ksenia there. Okay, let's move on to hear from Laysan from Russia. Not everyone is from Russia, by the way. Just seemed to be quite a few at the beginning. But anyway, this is Laysan from Russia. And this is her recording right now. 
Hello, Lapsters. Hello, Luke. I'm Lisan, and I'm really glad to be recording this message for you because I've been listening to the podcast for so many years, and this is the first time I'm taking part in a competition. So I wouldn't want to miss a chance to be interviewed by Luke. So that can happen if you vote for me. <laughs> and let's see what we could talk about if you do. Um, I've been learning and teaching English for many years in different countries. And I guess for those of you who are non-native speakers and teachers, just like myself, I'm from Russia, by the way, um, I guess the interview could be quite inspirational and useful. Also, I've been stuck here in the UK for several months because I'm doing my Delta course, but it was um, delayed because of COVID. And... I traveled here in the UK during that time. I went to Wales and Scotland. Um, and I think they could probably give you some useful tips, what to do, what not to do, where to go, and in general, just um, talk to you about my experiences. Also, um, my boyfriend is American, and while communicating with him, I made some observations about differences in how we use some words like, for example, happy or friend, and how we say it in different situations, in different contexts. Yeah, well, that's basically it. And I have a lot of uh, fun stories that happened because of uh, communication breakdowns while I was trying to um, speak English to foreigners um, while traveling in Asia and other things like that. So if you want to know more, I'd be happy to share. And that's it for now. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone. So that was uh, Lisan from Russia, uh, learning and teaching English for many years. She has ideas and inspiration, uh, tips for visiting the UK, and also some funny stories about misunderstandings, and also reflections about, I guess, differences in the way, uh, is it probably British English and American English with a boyfriend and things like that? Anyway, Lisan from Russia, that was. Let's move on now to, uh, oh, how am I going to say the name right? Mikhail? Mikhail. I think it's Mikhail, not Michael. We'll, we'll see in a second. But this is, uh, get, well, let's see. Hold on a second. All right, everyone. My name is Michael. I'm from Poland. And okay, so it's Michael. So this is Michael from Poland. Here he is. All right, everyone. My name is Michael. I'm from Poland. And I've never been to UK. But as you might probably hear, I'm interested in acquiring, uh, you know, receipt pronunciation accent or its variation, uh, contemporary RP. Uh, I'm not claiming my accent's perfect because it isn't, but I think from my own non-native speaker's perspective, I can give you know you Lepsis, the listeners, a very unique and a specific you know perspective and approach that you can use to acquire such an accent, uh, which is vastly different to those general ideas that most YouTubers and podcasters give you. Um, on top of that, I'm also a hitchhiker. I travel you know in Europe, just uh, you sticking my thumb out. Uh, it's very cool, you know, unique experience, crazy stories. Uh, I, you know, I, I met drug dealers and drug smugglers, uh, crazy drivers, but also very passionate and loving, caring people. And I've got lots of these stories. Um, I'm also a shaman. I'm interested in like various altered stages of consciousness uh, that can be obtained via meditation or uh, psychedelics. You know, the proper use of psychedelics, uh, breathwork, kundalini yoga, on fasting even yeah so there are quite a lot of things uh i do sports bjj boxing i'm also a, a you know high elo uh, league of legends player 
So there are quite a lot of things that I'm, I think I'm passionate about and know a lot about. So if you want an epic experience uh, with me and Luke in one episode, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm honestly just vote for me, guys. If you, if you want, of course. All right. Thank you so much for your time and see, see you on a podcast maybe one day. Yeah. Take care. So that was uh, Michael from Poland, uh, who says he can give us a specific approach for changing your accent, um, a unique and specific approach. Also, he mentioned hitchhiking stories, meeting drug dealers, and also lots of other lovely people. And also, he's a shaman, which means he's interested in changes of consciousness with things like psychedelics and meditation and other things. Hmm. Okay, so that was... Uh, uh, Michael from Poland. Let's move on now to hear from Patrick. I don't know where Patrick is from, but this is Patrick. Here we go. Hi, Luke. Hi, listeners. It's really challenging for me to record this. Putting myself on the spot like this requires a big leap out of my comfort zone. But I do believe we all should do it from time to time. So here I am. My name is Patrick, and I've always been fascinated with psychological aspects of learning languages. What motivates us to learn them in the first place? And why do we at some point just seem to stop progressing and hit a wall? I think it has a lot to do with what we personally believe is possible. After all, if I don't believe I can get any better, why would I bother in the first place? At this point, it's no longer just about language learning. It's about whether I can be gentle enough with myself to persevere. It also requires accepting that, well, only I can do the work and nobody's going to do it for me. For sure, one of my favourite aspects of learning English is pronunciation. I've always wanted to have a clear and consistent accent. Although I didn't always know how to go about it, as I got better, more things started to make sense. I stopped approaching the language as if it were a string of words that needed to be somehow crammed into my memory. Although repetition is of course necessary, I like to approach the language as if to a music. There's the melody, which we can analyse, there's the rhythm and the individual sounds of English. What has always struck me was how my personality shifts when I start speaking English. Suddenly, I'm forced to become more energetic, which is caused by the natural expression of English. As a result, my mood often shifts drastically. When I feel down and start speaking English, it takes just a few minutes to feel better. Right, as the two-minute mark is approaching, let me just say that I'll be happy to share my experience and my findings with anybody willing to listen. Bye, everyone. That was Patrick, who is interested in the psychology of language learning, uh, the approach to being motivated, the approach to breaking out of the intermediate plateau, um, and also pronunciation, specific uh, his specific approach to dealing with pronunciation, and the way his mood shifts and there you go. Lots of things. Patrick there. I don't know where he's from. Let's move on to hear from Priscilla from Indonesia. And we are now at the halfway point, ladies and gentlemen. Can you remember the people you've had so far? We had Baha from Iran, Evgenia from Russia, Ezio from China, Jane 
from Russia living in China. Ksenia, destined to speak English. Uh, Lisan from, from Russia. Uh, Michael from Poland. Patrick. And now uh, we're going to hear from person number nine. Uh, this is Priscilla from Indonesia. A reminder, you can listen to all these recordings again. There's a, there's a, a, a unique uh, audio track just for these recordings that you can listen to on the website if you want to. Priscilla from Indonesia then. Here we go. Hi everyone, my name is Priscilla and I am from Indonesia. So I'd like to share a little bit about myself. English is not my first language. I am Indonesian through and through. I never went to any fancy English learning centers. I'm not married to, nor have I ever been in a relationship with a native English speaker. And before I moved to live and work in Singapore 12 years ago, I never really spent time abroad. Yet, I've been told time and time again that I speak with a rather convincing American accent, which I guess coupled with my fluency in English, it's almost as if I grew up with a language. But here's the thing. I actually started learning English a little bit later than my peers and I struggled for years until one year something happened and I picked it up within about three months with just the internet, a good old dictionary and a whole lot of passion. So how did I do it? Well, pick me to be the winner of this competition and hopefully I'll get to share my story and some tips and tricks that I still use to continually improve my English. So thank you for listening to my pitch and don't forget to pick me once again. It's Priscilla from Indonesia. Bye. So yes, that was Priscilla from Indonesia. And that was her pitch there, hoping that uh, you pick her. She struggled with English for years until one day something happened. I wonder what it was. Um, Also, she has some tips and tricks to share with you. Okay, let's move on now to I guess this is person number 10. And this is Razul from Ukraine. Okay, listeners, Razul from Ukraine. Here we go. Hello, Luke. Hello, fellow Lepsters. My name is Rasul. I am one of Luke's Ukrainian listeners. Thank you for the opportunity to take part in this competition. Now, why do I think I should be on Luke's English podcast? Well, while I'm certainly no expert on any of the topics that are normally covered on Luke's English podcast, still being a language learner at least and a language enthusiast of sorts, I've got some ideas and I've made some observations that I think would make for interesting topics that might be worth discussing with Luke on his podcast. Things like teaching English as a foreign language as opposed to teaching it as a lingua franca. In other words, should the status of English as an international language be taken into account when teaching it? I know that there are some people in the English language teaching community who definitely think that it should be taken into account and that the whole methodology should be adapted accordingly with perhaps less emphasis made on teaching cultural stuff and idiomatic expressions, etc. So it would be interesting to hear Luke's thoughts on this subject. Another quite different topic that interests me is how your level of pronunciation in a second language gets affected by the communicative station that you find yourself in, by who you're speaking with. Uh, When all sorts of psychological factors come into play that might cause you to underperform, to effectively speak worse than you're actually capable of, 
and it's to do with the fact that you don't wish to appear that you're trying to identify with a culture that you don't really belong to. So this is all very fascinating, to me at least, anyway. Uh, and as you can tell, I've got uh, ideas for different topics that might not necessarily fit together in one coherent episode of, uh, of the podcast. But anyway, we can just take one topic and have a, an episode around it, or we can just take all of them. After all, this is a podcast that is famous for its tangential tendencies. Anyway, that was my little pitch. Thank you. So there we go. If I just raise the volume on my microphone, that was uh, Razul from Ukraine and his, as he says, his little pitch, his attempt to convince you to vote for him. Uh, many observations to discuss, including teaching English as a foreign, foreign language versus teaching English as a global uh, language, as a lingua franca. Uh, interested also in psychological factors that affect your speaking of English and all lots of other things. Um, a tangential conversation with Rasul, maybe. Let's move on to hear from Robin from Hamburg in Germany. Here we go. As I just raise the volume of Robin's microphone now, here we go. This is Robin. Dear Lapsters, this is Robin from Hamburg speaking. I've been listening to Luke's English podcast since 2013 when my lecturer at uni asked me to quit my English studies because, um, well, my English was rather underwhelming. Well, um, now, partly thanks to Luke, I'm almost done with my teacher training and work as an English teacher at a vocational school in Hamburg. So, but why should you vote for me then? I've been studying English. I spent eight months as a foreign language assistant at a boys' school in England and know the cultural differences between Germany and England. So we could, uh, for example, talk about drinking habits, the school system, or just uh, German comedians in Britain. By the way, I've been producing my own podcast for learners of German that is called um, Auf Deutsch Gesagt since 2018, which was also inspired by Luke's English podcast. So we could talk about language podcasts in general and discuss differences and similarities between the English and the German language. Perhaps Luke could do some pronunciation drills in German. <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? And I could teach him some language, perhaps also root language. We'll see. Furthermore, just like Luke, I'm very interested in music. So I play the drums in two bands. And if you are interested in German bands like Rammstein, for example, or if you would like... Uh, to know a bit more about German Schlager, I'm your man. So I'm really looking forward to receiving some of your votes. It would be an honor for me to be on Luke's English podcast. Um, so cheers and auf Wiedersehen, Robin. There you go. That was Robin from Hamburg, teaches. He's lived in the UK, cultural differences between England and Germany. He's a podcaster. He could try and teach me some German. We could compare differences between English and German, also music and stuff. Okay, that was Robin from Hamburg. Let's move on now to hear from Tasha Liu. It's Tasha. Yes. Uh, this is Tasha. And here is her recording. Here we go. He broke his ear but he's not Vincent van Gogh. He slept in the gutter, but was too drunk to look at the stars. A life-weary, middle-aged alcoholic. How did he dramatically quit drinking overnight? 
Dear Luke and Lipsters, by sharing with you the true story of how my father stopped drinking, I'd like to also tell you, from the viewpoint of a modern but ordinary woman, what China is really like in terms of family structure, social protocols, daily life, culture, and politics. If you want to know more about Li Ziqi, the pretty and tough country girl, or the melancholic song "Xue Hua Piao Piao Han Feng Xiao Xiao," about whether we really live in a cash-free country, about whether we eat anything with four legs except the table, or anything flying except the airplanes. About the degree to which civilians are involved in politics, or about some fascinating superstitious stories of my hometown in the countryside, then pick me, lobsters. That was Tasha. I think it's Tasha Liu, actually. What's China really like? How her father quit drinking, and so many other tantalising、um, potential topics for discussion and conversation. There, you could pick Tasha. Um, who I who must be from China? <laughs> I think we can assume that she's from China. Okay, we're moving now towards the end of the list. We've got into the V's and the W's now. So you're going to hear from Vadim from Russia. Okay, listeners, this is Vadim from Russia. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Hello, Luke. My name is Vadim. I'm from Russia. I am the initiator of this competition. No need to thank me. And I really want to be on Luke's English podcast because I believe that maybe I am Luke's lost son. Because just like Luke, I'm a stand-up comedian. I have my own podcast. I'm playing drums, guitar, ukulele. I'm a huge fan of the Beatles, the Star Wars, the British comedy, and many other things. I'm learning French at the moment. I love have fun. Doing different UK original accents, and but unlike Luke, I'm not living this kind of bohemian, posh life in a Paris. I'm a truck driver in Russia. So, so yeah, basically, if you wanna hear a conversation between Luke and his very much less talented and less successful evil Russian doppelganger, so please vote for me. If I win, I will tell you a story. About how I was how I was punched in the face by the bear, probably the story that every Russian person have. And also, I can tell how to get nine points for listening in IELTS exam as I did. So yeah, basically that's it.、Uh, and just remember that this is very important for me because probably this is only only one voting, only one election that I could win in my country. Thank you for your time. Thank you, everyone, and goodbye. Vadim from Russia. There, he's the one who initiated this whole competition in the first place.、Uh, lots of things that you could、uh, remember about him. Apparently, he's my long-lost Russian son, or he's my evil Russian Russian doppelganger. He was once punched.、Uh, he was once punched in the face by a bear. He got nine points in IELTS. He's a truck driver. That was Vadim from Russia. Okay, let's move on to Vladimir from Moscow. Okay, this is Vladimir from Moscow, as he's undoubtedly about to tell us. Here we go, then. Hello, everybody. My name is Vladimir, coming to you from the most beautiful city in the planet, Moscow, Russian Federation. Now, 
I've got a few reasons why I think I should be invited on that interview with Luke, and here they are. Number one is, if you pick me up, you'll learn that even if you feel that you're hopeless in language learning, well, take a look at me. I was a B-level student, always behind with my classmates, with no extra set of skills, but eventually, I went on to become a teacher of English with 10 years of experience so far. The reason number two is, apart from my teaching, I also play rock and roll music and tour with my band around Russia, Europe, and the United States. If I'm getting on this interview, you'll learn what you should not say to a customs officer on the border between Mexico and the United States, how to get away with reckless car driving, being a bit drunk and without a driving license, and how to cook borscht to a family of hungry Mexicans. And now, the reason number three is, even if I'm not getting picked up on this competition, I would like to send a big shout-out to the Lepsters Worldwide, and, of course, Mr. Luke Thompson. Thank you very much, and stay safe. Vladimir from Moscow there. He was a, a, a student who was poor in, in terms of his English, but he's he made progress. He's now a teacher. He's done very well. He also is in a touring rock band, and he has some stories to tell um, relating to that. Hmm, it's going to be difficult to choose. That's Vladimir from Moscow. As we move to the penultimate person in this round, this voting round, and this is Wala from Syria. Okay, everyone, Wala from Syria. Here we go. Thank you so much for this opportunity. My name is Wala Muma, a 22-year-old girl from Syria, which is a very beautiful country that's been unfortunately suffering from a harsh war for over 10 years. I want to help my country and become a good English language teacher, for I believe that education is very important to help in reconstructing countries. I worked very hard to improve my English language skills. Yes, I struggled and suffered from the harsh war and was displaced for several times from my hometown. However, my friends, that never stopped me. It rather empowered me to bring the best out of me. And in 2019, I graduated as one of the top 10 students in my cohort. Now I've got a big community on Facebook with over 62,000 followers with whom I share my love about the English language, the British culture, which is one of love, peace and harmony. I always learn to set new goals, for this gives meaning to our life. It gives us a reason to live for and to fight for, my friends. And this year, I was granted one of the most competitive scholarships in the world, Chevening Scholarship. And I'm doing a master's course at Warwick University in teaching English to speakers of other languages. I'm doing what I love, for English to me is the blood that runs in my veins. It's the water I drink and the oxygen that helps me breathe. And you too, my friends, have got lots of dreams to fight for and to live for. And I believe I've got more details to share with you to help you water your cherished dreams. Look, I truly and strongly believe that this opportunity is for me, for I believe that spreading hope is a duty, my friend. Thank you. That was Wala from Syria, a successful English learner, as she said now doing an, a master's degree at the University of Warwick in teaching English to speakers of other languages. Hope is something worth spreading. 
and she can help you achieve your dreams. Okay. Voila from Syria. Voila, as they say in France. Uh, French, in fact, leads us on to our final person in this round, this voting round. And this is William from France. Okay. William from France. And here he is. Hello, Luke. Um, I'd like to introduce myself first. Um, my name is William. I'm French and an English teacher. I lived in England for two years, 20 years ago. A little bit more than that, actually. And I've been teaching English to children and adults ever since. Um, like many French people who teach a foreign language and who aren't native, I think it's very or extremely challenging to teach while maintaining the highest possible level throughout your life. I find it particularly difficult to improve my level when you already speak fairly fluently because there are always situations where you don't know how to say something or when you don't understand something. And as a language professional, it's the kind of, the kind of situation you would like to avoid as often as possible. I know that learning a language is a long-term process because nobody can become bilingual using a five-month miracle method, whatever people say. Staying motivated is probably the hardest part. I think that nothing beats interactive with natives and being totally immersed. I was lucky enough to live in England, actually, and at the time, my goal was simple. I had to come back to France with a very good command of English, and I had to sound like a native speaker. So today, I don't know if the goal has been reached, but I'm still pushing this quest. I'm glad to see that there are many ways to improve my English, to, my English today, LEP was a real revelation um, because thanks to it, and I've, I've exchanged with a lot of native speakers, and I've met a precious language exchange partner who allows me to keep my English up to date, who is fun to talk to, and who also helps me think a lot about my own language. I would, like to, um, I would have liked to say more, but time flies. But if you want me to, I will have to be interviewed because I'm sure I've got very interesting things to share. So, thanks for listening, Luke. And for now, bye, 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 bye. There, that was William from France. Has interesting things to share about improving his English, uh, staying motivated despite challenges, uh, experiences in England, and more, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the 16 people that you can vote for uh, now, who do you think should be in an episode of Luke's English Podcast? The uh, It's over to you now, listeners. The decision is yours. It's, um, it's yours to make. You need to think about this now and decide who you think should be um, invited onto the podcast. So just a reminder, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash wispolep. And there you will have to scroll through all the text that I've read so far in this episode. And then you will find um, the voting form which will include also a video. Uh, the video is going to include all the audio you just heard and the picture for the video will be the time code. So you'll be able to find each person so you can listen to them several times if you want to before you make your choice. You can choose up to five people, which should make it easier for you, I would imagine. And uh, then uh, after the 6th of December, when the voting is closed, we'll work out who's won and then we'll take it to the next um, next stage of the competition. OK, and don't forget, please, listeners, don't forget, uh, kind listeners, that you should also check out the other 85 people, 85 amazing Lepsters, still worthy of your attention, plus beautiful video footage. Do I have any final words? 
Um, well done to everyone for taking part in the competition. I want to urge you to check out the other recordings, as I've said. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, that's it. For the 85 other Lepsters, or in fact, anyone else who doesn't end up on the podcast, I must say that I am still very curious about what you or what they have to say. And I think that it could be very interesting to hear from all those people. That's the tricky thing. You probably want to know, you probably want to hear full conversations with everyone. I'm not sure I can do that. Okay, it's just, you know, it's just not, I'm not sure I'm the one. But I have suggested to the 85 others, and also, in fact, anyone who doesn't get on the podcast, I've suggested that those people record themselves and make the recording into a YouTube video. It doesn't have to be a video. It could just be the audio track. Uh, If you want, you can record yourself, make it into a YouTube video, send it to me, and I can share it on the website. I'm thinking of creating a page called the Listener's Page where I can post um, things like contributions from other listeners, maybe even conversations, monologues, and so on. I can share them all on the listeners page, which is something that I can set up. There's an, there's an idea, okay? So I can encourage people who don't get on the podcast to, to still record themselves telling their stories. And also, perhaps if someone out there already has their own podcast or someone would like to start one, they could consider interviewing some of the people who took part in this competition. Just an idea, just a thought. So I will let all of you listeners, I'll let you get in touch with each other in the comments section of this episode, okay? So if there's someone you want to hear more from, you can always come to the comments section here and um, and you can... Uh, get in touch with it, with each other there. Okay, this will be the page for the Whisperlep competition. I'll probably use this page again for other episodes. I, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, you can always go to this page and you can get in touch with each other if you want to ask specific questions to people and stuff like that. Hmm. Although I will say, you're not allowed to then go campaigning in the comments section. I want to make that clear. I don't want any campaigning. You can get in touch with each other probably later once the voting has all been done. That's when you can start, you know, getting in touch and saying, actually, I'd like to hear more from this person. Is there any chance that person could send in a recording? Or maybe, hey, I've got my own podcast. Can I interview this person? So you could do that in future. Okay, so that's it though please vote please listen to all the other recordings as i said and please be excellent to each other uh, and take care i will speak to you again about whisperlep after the 6th of december when the results are in but it's now over to you to do your voting you've got about two weeks okay listeners thank you so much for listening to this episode i will speak to you again in an episode coming soon but for now it's time to say Goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.